Welcome to the Swirl Speed, everybody. This week, we are back in action with all four co-hosts, and we do a very long catch-up. <laughs> that could be an episode in itself, but we do have a very special guest, Chef Renee Weeks. So Chef Renee Weeks, she used to be a teacher, and she discovered, well, her husband discovered for her that she had a lot of talent in the kitchen. Of course, like many of us, she has some Southern roots, so that's incorporated into her cooking style. But listen to her full story. We truly have a good time having this conversation. Before you go on, don't forget to subscribe, share our episode, and leave a comment. Cheers, y'all. Welcome to the Swirl Suite. We have everybody on deck today. Hey, y'all. How's everybody? Hey. <laughs> doing fine. Doing fine. It's been a while. I missed you guys. Yeah, we, we missed, missed you, you too. too. Oh, and y'all said it in unison. Did y'all practice this? I love we it. We did not. We're I just happy because it's indictment day. And yeah. I've been, I've been oh, drinking since three o'clock, so. <laughs> that happened. Mm-hmm. I saw the news. I was like, oh. Okay, it came through on the alerts. I was like, well, well, well. Uh huh. Well, we got to get a conviction and it will be a turn up Perrier Joy Evoke day for me. <laughs> oh, you're going big. Okay. Well, we'll see oh, when that yeah. part happens. Well, you know, there. that bottle for a reason. I knew it. Damn it. <laughs> there are a lot of opportunities to be convicted because he still has the, the, the sister in New York on those other charges okay. and then that, those are civil though then he has good old a town holding out just watching right. right 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 and the feds have not said what they're going to do but i am confident that they are going to do something about those uh top secret documents that just happen to fall under his bed when you say something yeah i mean i don't think he's going to jail so what do you think is well, going to be? Well, I'm hoping that he gets convicted in New York on these criminal charges because he will serve time. Hmm. The Fed charges, he can be exonerated by the next Republican president. So I don't care about those. I want him to be convicted on these criminal charges. The civil charges that Letitia James gonna that can bring forward after these criminal charges it could be a penalty. It's not. We need to get him now. But you know, the scary part about it, I don't know if y'all um, were listening to it like I was, but the scary part is, is that the next time he will go in front of the judge is possibly in December because they have like four months for discovery. They have four right. months for this. And so the next time, so, you know, it's not, you know, I wish it was like law and order and be done in an hour. But, no, um, right, 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 right. This, this could drag. Well, he can't run for president <laughs> right now. <laughs> so how was everybody's weekend? Tanisha, okay, what about what's you? Up? What's going up in Paris? Girl, nothing. Um, but not my street. I live in a good neighborhood. We good. There's no trash over here. They not burning nothing. They not marching in this area. I, I'm good. I'm staying low key, head down, working, and um, watching all this play out on the news. So what are they protesting? Because you broke... You you broke up a little bit. This is something. This is something the president has been trying to push through forever. Um, changing the retirement age. It's currently sixty two. He wants to change it to sixty four. Oh. 
and people are not happy about that. So what he did is he found like a loophole in the law and pushed it through anyway without having to get like um I guess it's considered like how the Senate is with um in the states okay. and organizations like that. He was able to push it through without their vote. So he's able to, you know, push it through. Yeah. And so now people are mad because they're like, no, we don't like that. That was very low down. That was dirty. How could you do that to us? And so, um, yeah, so they're doing train strikes, trash strikes, air traffic control strikes, mm. um, and other workers are striking for various things. Wow. That's pretty serious. People plan for retirement for years. So you just they gonna do. throw extra years on there like that? Yeah, yeah, it's messed up. They do, but also you can't keep, 62 is young and people are living longer. Sure. So 62 is it's like the lowest on the planet almost um and you can't keep using the excuse or the reason oh well this is how we've always done it or this mm -hmm. is how it's always been i mean you you just can't do that the, the economy i guess i just now, don't know i just i guess i guess i just don't know enough because what is the problem with it being 62 um the amount of money they have to pay out the amount of people okay. they have to pay out that okay. is a, a large problem of it. Yeah. And my last question is, did did he prepare everybody for this? Um, People knew about this. That's why they've been having the um, Gilets Jaunes and then all the other protests they've been having for years now. That's all been because of this. Okay, got you. Okay. And so he just was like, all right, I'm tired of arguing with y'all. Mm. Okay. I'm going to do wow, what I need to do. It shall be interesting to see what happens when it comes election time. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't need to be voted in again. This was a second term. Oh, second so term. Was, okay. Yeah. So that's why he did it. He was like, I don't need y'all to like me. <laughs> um, so I've been in the street all weekend. Um, I went to 1865. So I don't know if y'all heard about 1865, but it's a black bar, restaurant and bar. It's a black restaurant and cigar bar. Uh, in Georgia on Georgia Avenue so and it's black owned so I'm gonna just say that first right once you mm. said black so, <laughs> I was like I thought that's the black you meant not like so listen that's all um know. so it's been very popular on TikTok all the blacks on TikTok have been going and you know like the, all they, the blacks right they're <laughs> right. their footage right so but I'm a little older than the average TikToker so a few of my homegirls went and was like so listen go however I'm going to need you to, I have some warnings. The food and service is not that great. However, oh, however, you go and you can, you can get a good cocktail. They have good bartenders and most likely they'll have a DJ. So I, and they was like, I mean, it's not many places for us. That's, you know, with us anymore. This is one of those places you're going to feel at home. It's going to feel like a neighborhood spot. So you go for a feeling, but you're not going for wine and dine experience so I was like all right so this was me and my husband's like date night situation so I was like we'll go here first and then we'll go to dinner at one of Bill's restaurants so we went to um Rev Reveler's Hour after that so anyway we went to 1865 first of all on the door the hours say four o'clock and we were there at like two o'clock and I was like, oh my gosh, are they open? I was like, wait, I hear music. Anyway, we walk in and all the staff is like kind of leaning on the bar. I was like, are y'all open? And she was just like, yeah, it's brunch. I was like, okay, the out, never mind, never mind. 
never mind. So we walk <laughs> in and they explain it's brunch. So they list all the brunch items. So she was like, yeah, you can see here it's unlimited mimosas. I was like, that's already making me nervous. So there's a bucket with sparkling wine in it. No ice, sparkling wine in it. Um, I know I saw your face, chef. <laughs> sparkling wine in it and his glasses around. So I guess your unlimited mimosas and guys, this is like the cheapest of cheap sparkling wine that you see at Total Wine at the bottom of the shelf. It might be $3. That's what they're using for mimosas there. Um, but you can get, I think it was like, she was listing all the types of mimosas, pineapple and cranberry and oranges. Anyway, so I was like, okay, well, we're not eating. We just want a cocktail and we hear music upstairs. So we were like, can we go upstairs? We want to see like the cigar lounge and stuff. She was like, oh, yeah, sure. We walk upstairs. There's a DJ. He's rocking. And there is a separate like, the layout is cute. I have to admit the layout is cute. Upstairs, there's another sitting area. There's a bar. And then there's a lounge, a whole nother side of a lounge with another bar. And that's where you smoke cigars. So we, we sit at the bar. And it's it's early on Saturday, still brunch time. So I I asked for an um an Aperol spritz. I was like, hey girl, can I get an Aperol spritz? And she looked at me like, sure you can. Okay. And I saw her look at her phone. She didn't know what it was. So she oh. had to look it up. Um anyway, she came back like 15 minutes later, was like, Yeah, so we don't have apparel. We don't have that. It's all good. It's all good. So <laughs> it's all good. Um, anyway, we ended up ordering margaritas and um, and she was very nice. She was just like, y'all want me to spice it up a little grandma? Yeah, I was like, girl, go, go on and do it. Go ahead and do it. So that was fine. Oh my oh goodness. Oh my God. So, but the DJ though, so the DJ, the DJ, the DJ looked our age. He was playing like the youngster stuff for the millennials, a lot of trap music, a lot of Cardi, a lot of Glorilla, mm -hmm. right? And um, he saw he saw us sit down and we looked at him like, OK, we're going to do this the whole time. All right. It's all good, though. But these girls, it's like four young girls are sitting on the other side of the bar. Guys, they were like twerking all around us. And I was like, oh, no, mm -mm. they would. OK, so question. You said not in front of my husband. <laughs> so no, not here. were they were were they employees or they just twerking around? you No, they were. They were get. There were guests. They were sitting oh, at the bar. And every oh. time they heard a song that got them going, they set up their phone perfectly on the bar and they just twerked and danced and TikTok. I was like, oh, is there anything stronger? But it, eventually, eventually the DJ switched the music up a little and um, we started to recognize everything. Um, we had another drink. It was a it ended up being a good time. It just it took us a while to get there, but we got there. So mm. go at wow. your own risk. You final know? review, final review, final thoughts. Okay. Would I go back? Yes. But my expectations are managed. So, so did you, you get the shirt or pair of pants you ordered when you ordered at apparel? <laughs> you know what? Goodbye. So, See, this is why I don't call in. This is why I don't <laughs> dial into this. This is why I don't dial into this. <laughs> What was the price tag on this? Oh, so Ooh. drinks were expensive. Of drinks course. Were expensive. Um, the two margaritas. Well, we did get the splash of um Grandma Yet. <clears throat> and all we got was like Don Julio in them, but they were like 25 a piece. Like if you like add up the taxes and everything, it was yeah. So it's That's not ridiculous. cheap. 
not but aren't you supposed to put Grand Marnier in um no. No, it's no. a different. It's called a Cadillac margarita. Cadillac margarita or top shelf margarita. That's mm-hmm. when you move into the different tequilas yeah. and the Grand Marnier as a, a floater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but in a regular margarita, Contro. Yep. I was gonna say right. Contro, which is which is the same. It's thing not Grand Marnier. It's it's yeah. an no, orange flavored liqueur. It's an orange flavored liqueur. Okay. Okay, it's our okay. favorite liqueur, but yeah. it's not. And average time when you're ordering in these places, they're not going to even give you Contra. There's a bottom shelf orange liqueur by the Kuipers that they use. Mm-hmm. So you're not yeah. even getting Contra. Oh, because the Kuipers yeah. makes everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they'll mm-hmm. batch it up, give you a good price. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they'll mm-hmm. match you with a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> well, it was good talking to you, ladies. Thank you so much. <laughs> but so, on the other hand, uh, we oh caught an Uber to Adams Morgan, and we went to. Let me always say the name wrong. It's Revelers Hour. So Bill's Restaurant, Revelers Hour, Adams Morgan. We walk in, phenomenal service. Of course. I mean, from the time we step in, um, and it's I guess it's like an Italian restaurant because they make fun excellent homemade pastas so we got one pasta with duck and one with lamb and of course bill knew i was there so he's sending extra stuff he wasn't even in the building but he was sending drinks and everything so it was it was oh, awesome. it was fantastic that's not the restaurant oh. we went to in Adams morgan no it? that's his other one that's the other one okay yeah that's till up goat the other one. Oh, that's yeah. right that's right okay but yeah it was a good weekend and yesterday leslie and i we tasted portugal wine downtown so that was fun Yep. That event was fun. That was a good event. It was yeah. a very good event. And we have to have more conversations about Portugal wine because there's not a lot that can be found here and there's, mm-hmm. you know, reasons. So, oh, that's yeah. another podcast. Hey, everyone. Mark your calendars for a Maryland wine experience, April 15th through the 16th. The Maryland Wineries Association presents a Maryland wine experience. Showcasing the best of Maryland wine in a three-part consumer event. Winemakers, winery owners, and expert winery staff will be on hand to talk about their wines and offer a sneak peek into why they're so passionate about what they do. Focused on exploration and education, you are invited to attend all three parts of a Maryland wine experience. Find all the details in the show notes and let us know if you have any questions. Hope to see you there. Cheers. So our special guest, Chef Renee. Hey, how are you? Oh, wow. Hi, ladies. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for having me on this evening. Of course. Of course. Well, welcome to the Swirl Suite. Please introduce yourself to everybody and what you do. Oh, wow. Um, So I am, I guess, coming off of a transition, but I am Chef Renee Weeks. Um, I have been cooking for... Oh, I guess I have to date myself. So I'm 36. I've been cooking for almost three decades, um, catering and private chefing for seven years now under Kindle Cuisine. Um, but I also have a um, transitioning out of being an educator um, for the past 10 years. So um, just ended that chapter and then going into full-time catering and um, culinary services. And so I'm excited about it. Excellent, excellent. Where were you teaching? Uh, Kip. Um, oh, nice. Congratulations. 
Yeah, thank you. Um, the Honor Campus, seventh and eighth grade special education. Wow. Yeah. Bless you. My God. Is there any particular cuisine you lean towards, or is it all anything that you cater? So. Um, so I'm able to dabble in just about everything. Um, I have my favorites, of course, um, just being in this area and knowing what we are eating at this time, you know, the popular, everybody wants stuffed salmon and lamb chops, which I can execute perfectly. Um, but I really love Italian and Asian and Caribbean flavors too. Excellent. Excellent. Sounds delish. So it sounds like you're from here. I am. Okay. Got you. Yes, uh, what I kind would... of food did you grow up eating and where did you learn how to cook? Oh, so that's tricky. Um, so I ate pretty much everything. So I have Southern roots. Both of my parents are from North Carolina. Um, they came up here when they were young, but I still feel very much rooted in the Carolinas, even though like I probably haven't visited in a long time and visited summers when I was a kid, um, but it's just in me. Um, so even when I cook now, I almost feel like um, like in the backwoods of somebody's fields, just, you know, in the kitchen, looking out the window to see the acreage and all the beauty of the land. Um, so yeah, I have a little bit of Southern roots, but, um, as a kid, I ate pretty much everything. I tasted it. Let me, let me, let me get that straight. Um, so like the liver and onions, not really a fan, but I would taste it. Chitlins never tasted that. Okay, because that's a big sort of thing. Never tasted that because I saw the process from start to finish. I nope. Um, but I love okra. Love okra. Nope. Yes. Love nope. sprouts. Three strikes. Nope. Mushrooms, broccoli, sushi. Um, so yeah, I would try anything. Anything. What were your three strikes? Um, everything that you named. <laughs> <laughs> no chitlins no the the first the first three so you said chitlins, okra. okra and it was one more um okra brussels sprouts nope oh, so it might have been two so definitely she, no she doesn't do liver liver, liver. Oh, the liver, liver and onions, onions. Okay. Liver and onions. Yeah. i don't do no lamb chops none mm -mm. see mm -hmm. now here's the thing and this is what i always tell my clients Usually it's not the food. It's always how the food is prepared. So if you don't like it, give yourself a chance and I implore you to try it again. You know what? You cute and all and you are power <laughs> bison, but no. Just I'm going to tell you right it. now. I know what flows through liver as a scientist, so I'm not yes. eating it. Yeah, that's one. But you also know oh, the nutrients that it brings. Uh, well, then I need me some iron pills. I ain't messing with you and the rest of the people who eat liver. So no, you don't eat no. no liver, not even like foie gras or no. like chicken liver? Girl. No. Let me tell you, I will scrape the bowl. Acting like she just met me. Where were we a couple of times and they had the foie gras? And I was like, you could have it. No. Mm. Mm -mm. I don't know. Mm -mm. What about dirty rice? Would you eat dirty rice? <laughs> you know she'll eat no dirty rice. <sighs> This one right here be messing with me. Depends on who cooking it and what they put in. See, that's it. It depends on who cooks okay. it. Okay. Depends on because I do a vegetarian or pescatarian dirty rice, and okay. they will use they'll use shrimp and a sausage that is turkey based or mm -hmm. yeah, so or chicken based. Okay. So yeah, that's fair. Okay. 
That's not dirty rice. It's not. Yeah, well, that's the new wave version, Miss Budon. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like messing with you. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to in front of I guess. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm, I just lied. No, so, Chef, when did you realize that you wanted this, when you wanted this to be your career? I didn't. My husband did. Yeah. We listen. So, um, yeah. So, um, yep. I'm an only child. Oh, me too. Um, hey. Hey. See, we back in good hoop. So, now, now I got to cook some liver and onions for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat the onions, but I going to eat the liver. But, um, we had just met and I was cooking all this goodness for him and we were dating and, you know, he was, he was seeing my gifts, you know what I mean? And, um, he was like, babe, like you cook for me, you cook for the family. Like other people will really enjoy this. And so I was like, okay, like I understand it, but it's a lot. Um, I love cooking, but I, I don't enjoy washing dishes. Like I don't enjoy all of the tasks that come along with the labor of love. Um, but I took it upon myself to just dive into it. So um, Christmas of 2015, we talked about it. And um, I said, okay, well, I'm going to start the year off doing meal prep because after the holidays, everybody's trying to get back and get themselves together. So um, my meal prep service is what started me. Um, and I didn't do the typical salad, salmon, rice, broccoli because my palate has always been full. And I always thought that our palate was limited. Um, Even, you know, now with everybody wanting lamb chops and salmon, I'm trying to find like the next best thing to carry people over. Um, But to bring it back in, I said, well, let me start doing meal prep. And so I would curate um, a menu for the month and you would have to go with the menu. And the only way that you could change it is if you had a dietary restriction. So I would give you five meals for the week. Um, it worked out because me and my coworkers were using it because we weren't able to leave campus. Um, so they were my first contributors and um, supporters. And I started off with meal prep. And then for meal prep, I did holiday meals and then it just turned into catering. So I have to thank my husband, Sammy, Samuel, um, for pushing me in that direction. Cause I always had the gift, but I never saw it in this capacity. Excellent. That's a blessing that he supports you and pushed you yeah. to do. That's he's my blue man. He, if I forget something, he's going to the store. He makes my deliveries, all the things. So shout out, babe. Love you. <laughs> hey, he got an uncle. So, oh, I'm sorry. So we <laughs> we'll talk after this. After okay. This. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So how would you describe your cooking style? Um. So it's, it's, it's weird for me to say this. It is weird when I have to answer this question because we're a small family. Um, again, I'm my only child, but I always cooked big. And even now, um, we don't have any kids, but I still always cook big. So I would always say um, it's family style. Um, it's seasoned Southern chic. All right. Family style, seasoned Southern chic. Nice. Got you. Do you do like your clients? Do you do like dinner? Well, you a personal chef, so you do it all now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. What are some of your favorite dishes to make? Anything with pasta. Um, <laughs> so Italian food is my favorite. Um, I could live without meat, but if you take away pasta and red sauce, I'm gonna have a problem. So <laughs> any any pasta, um, and I love stir fries. 
So um, I really like any type of vegetable and I feel like that's the quickest, most effective, um, most flavorful meal that you could put in one one pot, one bowl. Um, so I enjoy um, one one pot pastas and any type of stir fry. Are you making your pastas from scratch? I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> but I do have a pasta maker that my Ooh. husband made two years ago that I have not yet opened. I've, I've dabbled in it once or twice during COVID. Um, I made some proper deli. Mm. Time. And um, that was really a challenge. So um, I'm, when I get some more time like that again, we'll get back into it. <laughs> now, what's something that you really dislike making? Or is there anything that you decline? Like, no, I can't make that. I'm sorry. So everybody always assumes that the caterer bakes. I don't enjoy baking. Um, I have a really good banana pudding. I got a really good sweet potato pie. I got a really good coconut cake. And then I have something called a crack cake. Those are my four desserts. I don't enjoy doing any of the baking, but it adds to my versatility, especially when I'm doing holiday meals. Um, I really respect bakers because of the science that it takes to do it. But the first time my cake fell and I had an order deadline to meet, I said, I can't do this anymore. It's too much pressure. So um, any anything that requires um, baking. So like um, a buttermilk biscuit, like I'm not there yet. Um, I got my honey butter rolls down. Okay. But um. Yeah, like a souffle. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'll leave the bacon to y'all. But anything savory that can, you know, you don't have to measure ingredients and you can be creative, that's my lane. Anything. Yeah. So no yeast rolls. You know. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. And I did a segment during COVID. I was doing something called Grab Your Ingredients and we did beignets. Mm -hmm. And they turned out really well. Like I was, I shocked myself, y'all, because I did this in real time on Facebook Live. And um, I was praying because I had done one run through and it didn't work out. But I said, Lord, be with me. And he was, and it worked. But I could like, to add it to a menu, no. Mm -mm. I'll just call one of my vendors. <laughs> y'all heard me on the show say this before. I don't bake either. It's hard. I'll cook down, but I cannot. I don't like to follow rules. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. so with you. Yeah. <laughs> so what's everybody drinking? Chef, what are you drinking? My cousin just left here and I told y'all I was scared to drink because I wanted to be coherent for the segment. So I had lemon water when I first got on with you all. And then I saw you all were drinking. She left me this sultry red, which is really good. Um, it has hints of raspberry, cherry, and chocolate. Um... And it's a smooth red blend. It's sparkling. Really nice. Nice. I didn't know Menage to I made that. Mm -hmm. No. Interesting. Got you. Glennis, what are you drinking? I am drinking Dow. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon from Pasta Robles. And, you know, <clears throat> well, the listeners should know, or our retarded listeners. I should already know. I love a big bold cab. And this is definitely that. It's rather young. It's still um 
it was bottled in 2021. It could use a few more years. I don't know if you could see the color is still very, very deep purple with a slight hint, hint of starting to age, but not that much. Um, it's beautiful on the palette. The tannins are very well integrated. Um, along with the um, alcohol, it's all dark berry fruit right now. So none of the tertiary um, adjectives or des descriptors. And uh, I have to look on the bottle. And I think they lie because you know how Pasta Robles, a lot of their wines are very high alcohol. They're red along with the Zins. And this is saying 14.5. I bet you this is about 15 or above. But wrong because of the laws, we're going to say it's 14.5. ABV, delish, and I'll probably be drunk in a minute. I'm not drinking tonight, but I did crack open um, recently. Oh, I love the label. It's called Suede Rosé. And um, it is made by a local black winemaker, which will be in the Shades of Vino package. Shameless plug. But it is a beautiful rosé, um, like big, bright strawberry flavors, cherry flavors, but not a lot of tartness to it and very little residual sugar. It is beautifully made. The grapes, she sorts, she sources the grapes out of California. And which grape is, um, which red, which red skin grape are they using for that? She doesn't say. Oh. She doesn't say what the varietal is. Interesting. It's a lot of color on that. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah, it is. It is pretty and, and it is, um, it's very good. It's very good. Misha, nice. are you still there? Wake up, TT. Did she fall asleep? Oh, she's still there. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because it could happen. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not drinking anything now, mm. but uh, at dinner, I went for a Mexican, so Taco Tuesday. Um, mm. It had a Paloma. Ooh, mm. yum. yum. It was delicious. Yes. So I'm, I just cracked open our Libby box. So we're interviewing Libby, um, in a few weeks, but, um, oh. yeah, this is like a porch pounder. It's really light and refreshing. Um, what is it like 7% alcohol? Which one is that? Was that the white? No, nah, this is the rosé. The rosé was really yes. light. I just finished yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So it's like 75 degrees here today. So I opened something light and bubbly. Yeah, I'm glad nice. you reminded us that it's that we're interviewing them, so I'll save the third bottle. Right. Yeah. Oops. Um <laughs> 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 so chef, um, uh, do you drink much? What kind of cocktails and wine do you like? Um, it's pretty seasonal with me. Um, coming off of the winter months, um, I like old fashions. Um far as wine like a melback or cab um coming into the spring i'm a i love rum so i can't wait to get started with um my rum cocktails um and then a rosé of course a sparkling rosé mm, yum love sparkling rosé yum oh i got a random question where do you like to eat oh, that's so hard 
Um, <laughs> it's so hard. So I have like this ever growing list that me and my girlfriend share of things that we see on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok, but I'm definitely on Instagram and everybody makes things look so enticing. But like I was listening to your story and once I get there, it's really not all that great. I do eat home a lot. I do eat home a lot. Um, but um, anything seafood, anything by the water, um, I'll give it a try. Anything Italian, I'll try any, pretty much anything. Um, if I see something that I run across on Instagram that looks tasty or that somebody's referred me to, um, that gives me an experience. Like it can't, the food just can't look good. Like it has to um, be meaningful. Um, it has to be pleasant. Like I like to go out and get dressed up and make it a whole event. So it's not just about the food. It's about, you know, the customer service, the atmosphere. Is there great parking? Like I take all those things into consideration. Oh yeah. That certainly matters. Yeah. Um, have you ever did a wine dinner with like a local Psalm where you pair wine with your food? I haven't worked with the sommelier, but I have done my research when I've done private dinners and clients have asked me um, to pair. So yes, I have to go back into my education roots and see what works with work. So we will take a short break before we do our closeout questions. Looking for somewhere to advertise? Consider the Swirl Suite podcast. Yep, right here. The Swirl Suite is now open for pre-roll advertisements, mid-roll advertisements, or post-roll advertisements. Some of our packages even include a social media shout out. If you're interested in sponsoring one episode or perhaps more, simply email us at swirlsuite at gmail.com. Cheers. Any other questions for Chef before we move on? So do you make a good... See, I hate that. I'm not going to ask that question like that. Do you enjoy making crab cakes? I do. They're easy. They're easy. But everybody can't make a good crab cake because it's... Um... Here's the thing. People are cheap when it comes to crab cakes. Okay. That makes if, sense. If you, if you have, I cook like I'm eating. And I think that's why people enjoy Kindle cuisine so much because I would never serve someone a quality food that I wouldn't eat myself. Um, and when it comes down to price, you're going to have to pay for quality, right? So it's, it comes down to, if you want to eat well, you're going to have to foot the bill. Um, and I think that's where a lot of caterers are, you know, getting in muddy waters because they they want to push out this product because it's popping, but you don't want to pass the cost on to the consumer and you're just serving trash. Wow. Wow. That's... Glennis, I don't even know if you know this about me, but I never order crab cakes out because I'm I know I'm going to be disappointed. So... Cause I don't trust that they're going to, they just going to add like filler in there. So right. I, I never order them. Right. It's especially. It, I'm selective uh, as to where I order a crab cake as well. I'm sorry, Liz. Oh no. What I was going to say is in addition to that, if it's outside the Maryland DC area, I will never order a crab cake. Correct. Yeah. That is because so true. Some a lot of places, one, they don't use blue crab. Mm -hmm. Um, they use king crab, I think, sometimes. Oh, snow crab. I've seen it with snow crab or what have you. And it's just 
it's just a disappointment. So, and then it, you spend a lot of money money for this disappointment. So I just don't do it. It was interesting. Um, this past weekend, I went to an event in Jersey, and the banquet facility, their food is great, and I. I, I laughed when I passed by the buffet line and they had crab cakes. So I was like, ooh, that looked like a fish cake because it looked all spongy and stuff. So I took it off the bar. I was like, okay, I'm just going to taste it. But I, I, you can already tell it wasn't this type of crab cake that we were used to. So mm -hmm. when I got back to the table, one of my sororities just to say, oh, I forgot to get a crab cake. I was like, here. You can have this one. <laughs> you don't have to walk back over there. I can already tell. So to you all's point, yeah, crab cakes outside of this area are far and few in between to satisfy the palate. They think that because you add the obey that we're good and add fish, it's going to taste like a crab cake? No. Nope. Not to the locals. Mm -mm. Nope. Nah. Not at all. Nah. Nah. Oh, I do, I do have a question about... Um, I have noticed this trend in catering pricing mm -hmm. and I, I don't want, I don't know, is it a trend or just people trying to get over? So I noticed that when you get a quote now, they have, okay, this is the price of the meal, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's a second line that is now time material price hmm. um which i was like this is interesting because before i've seen catering where everything is wrapped in like their time is not itemized out of that and i was wondering is that a trend or have i just come across different caterers that's interesting i haven't seen that um and that's not something that i do um i include all of that in my item pricing um now item pricing is forever um fluctuating because of where we are economically right um, right but not time i mean this is not you know the um Lexus, you know, auto shop. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not, yeah, I'm not I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's so that's weird problem. to me, but I've, I've never seen that. That's interesting. No, I've never seen that. I'm going to, I'm going to check on some friends though to see if they've heard of that because that's interesting. Well, all right. So we're going to play a little game. Um, these are our fun closeout questions and just some random things. And these are actually for everybody. All right. So we have five total. All right. What is your favorite road trip snack? I'll go first. You can go first, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so ooh, they make your breath stink, but they're so good. Um, the Fritos honey barbecue twist with the papaya juice. Them things so delicious. Woo! That hands down. I just two bags, babe. Two bags. They are ripe on the breath though. Man. I know. I just I just lean towards you gotta take two whole Altoids after those. Yes. But they're so good. They good. They are good. So <laughs> voice from the grave out of nowhere. <laughs> so with papaya juice, is yeah. I, wow. I just love papaya juice. So that's my beverage to go with. Myself. Where do you even buy papaya juice? You just get that at the gas station. Yeah, no. um, you can go to shoppers. The carryout has them, but shoppers oh. have them. Um, 
I don't think the gas station has them. I usually go. No. I just said that since she said road trip. I'm like, all right, we'll stop <laughs> like, what can I get at the gas I, station? I'll pack the snacks before the road trip. Got you. Got oh, you, you prepare. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Meal yeah. prep. Meal prep. Yeah, yeah we prep oh, before yeah. we go. Uh-uh. Well, since you're talking, Tanisha, what's yours? Um, it's going to be a chip, probably a barbecue ruffled potato chip. A barbecue potato chip with ridges. That's going to be um top. And maybe a cookie of some sort. When uh, I mean, I say uh, but like a brand of cookie of some sort, not just one cookie. <laughs> well, oh, when I when I used to be on the chips, because you know I had to give them up. I had to give them up. It was the um the Uts sweet deal potato chips. And you know, I never found that chip because you talked about that chip on the show before. Oh my God, that chip was like life-changing. <laughs> um, you can get them at, uh, what's that place? Um, Royal Farm. Got you. Royal, Royal and a cup of coffee. So yeah, so my I, that has to be purposeful because I don't really go to Royal Farms for anything. So what? I need to go to Royal Farm for what? They popping up everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, but what do you go? What do you get when you go there? Their fried chicken is pretty decent. Got you. Okay. Or or the or the pull the pull fried chicken sandwich. Oh. Okay. Which you can get on a potato roll. (laughs) (laughs) They take. I'm about to go make a stop real quick. (laughs) The way you said that. what, What they do is they take their fried chicken. You can get. Dark or white meat, I suggest the dark. They take two thighs and they put it on, forget you, Glennis, and they put it on a potato roll. They pull the chicken with the skin and everything. And then you can figure out like, you know, whatever accoutrements you want on there. Or you can get it on Texas toast, but I would suggest a potato roll. Okay. That sounds like hangover food. That sounds like oh, perfect, definitely perfect hangover yeah. food. Okay, and you, you know they do. They're they're near um, MGM, so uh-huh. they are like busy at two gotcha. three o'clock in the morning. And you know it's okay. a new one on Woodmore in Woodmore. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Glennis, what about you? Well, you know it's always a story when it comes to me. First of all, I don't road trip because I don't like driving. I usually fly everywhere I gotta go. So, however, the only thing close to a road trip is is if I have to drive from here to Jersey or Jersey and back. So from here to Jersey, I usually don't eat anything, but on the return, when I'm leaving my mom's house, I always stop at White Castle. That's so right. it's onion rings, <laughs> burgers, and a they have Diet Dr. Pepper. I know you had the burgers and onion, fried onion rings, you know, messed up your diet. However, I don't need to add more calories. I just get the Diet Dr. Pepper. So since you fly, is there something that you bring on the plane to eat or you don't eat on the plane? Well, so here we go. She don't take her own food in first class. They give you food. That, that would be the answer. Thank you, Tanisha. Because I don't she like sitting coach. She don't have to take that. Mm-mm. She's not sitting in the back. She don't even want to walk back that far. She's not doing that. <laughs> so, 
Sarita, please. (laughs) (laughs) So um, y'all know I'm obsessed with Trader Joe's. So if I'm packing, um, I do not road trip often because like Linus, I don't like to drive. But if I have to, um, I will get a bunch of things from Trader Joe's. But one of my favorites is the almond butter pretzels, almond butter pretzel bites. Mm. Um, They just do a good job holding you over. Um, And then if I stop somewhere, it's always because if I road trip, it's always early in the morning. So it's always some sort of breakfast sandwich and coffee. So and that'll usually hold me down until I get to my destination because I don't be driving that far. Right. Yeah. But those are mine. Okay, next question. Should be easy. New England or New York clam chowder? New England. New England. New England. New England. New York got a clam chowder? Yeah, it's red. Yeah, it's red. It's red. It's broth-based and it's red. It has tomatoes in it. Uh Where are you playing games? New England. (laughs) New England. New England, yeah. New England for me, too. In a bread bowl? Oh. I'm having oh. to say I was today years old when I found out New York had a chowder. So there's that. <laughs> oh, here's the next question. What is your favorite item from Trader Joe's? That's hard. You... Yeah. Oh. Okay, I got to give you two. Okay. Snack wise, the crispy um, plantain crisp. Favorite. Hands down, homemade guacamole. Could eat it all day. Second thing. I put it on almost everything I eat. It's um the crispy chili onion drip. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Mm. Um, oh, I wish I could go get it. It's, Wait, it's, is it an oil or a sauce or it's an oil based, but it has like the red pepper flakes, the crispy onion. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, my goodness. Yeah. On top mm. of your pasta, on top oh, of oh my god, corn, that sounds so good. Top of salmon, any fish. Any po- any food, hands down. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Nope. Wow. I have, ooh, narrowing it down. I think I'm going to be like, sure. Um, for the seasoning, there is a garlic sea salt blend. Um, hold on. <laughs> I, I, I just keep it hand. This garlic salt. Girl, mm, let me tell you, it's the truth. Every time I go in there, I think I'm running out. I buy another. Um, the when I was working every five days a week, um, or going into the office five days a week, it was the um, chicken slaw kale salad. Oh my gosh, the best! Carry it, eat, carry it, eat. And then there are some body products and hair products that I love from Trader Joe's as well. So, yeah, their tea tree body wash, phenomenal for that initial cleanse. And then you can go with all the other moisturizing, whatever. But to get that initial cleanse, a tea tree body wash and their tea tree shampoo for that initial cleanse. And you go into all the other. So uh, those are several. But me, T- Trader Joe's gets a lot of my money. 
think they um they have these candied orange slices and you can and, and they um you can eat the rind and everything it's delicious oh it's absolutely delicious Tanisha, I can't imagine that they have Trader Joe's in Paris, do they? Girl, no. And okay. I, don't, I don't, I think I've been to Trader Joe's like three times in my life. Gotcha. Okay. I figured that was coming. How are you <laughs> enjoying the food in Paris? Um, I eat a little bit of everything, so I love it. Okay. Okay. I didn't have a great And they have Popeye, so I'm good. Okay. Chef, you said you didn't have a good experience I there? Didn't, I didn't at all. Um, just from the service to the food. Oh, like I have yeah. like the traditional escargot and mm -hmm. um, the pastries and all that, but it just was not fulfilling to me at all. I was very disappointed. One thing I will say about Paris is you have to do a bit of research for restaurants. It can't just be like, let me just pop into this place because this is where I happen to be. Okay. Um, unless you're in like outside of tourist neighborhoods, then maybe you can go to your neighborhood brasserie, but then you don't have, you're not looking for it to be like a culinary experience. You're looking to get steak and fries, roasted chicken, some type of salad or piece of fish. Um, but other than that, you really have to look at uh, the restaurants and research them, see what their ratings are, and then also see who's recommending them as far as like uh, French restaurant critics and also Americans living in Paris restaurant critics. Got you. Okay. So try again. <laughs> I mean, I can give you a list of places. So okay. try again. Okay. Um, For me, uh, I can name almost a lists like pages of Trader Joe's stuff but um I have to say those um those pretzels I mentioned earlier I've talked about these before but these ice cream sandwiches that are brownie and the ice cream is coffee ice cream coffee um brownie ice cream sandwiches they're awesome um their hash browns are actually bomb 15 minutes in the air fryer spectacular um oh. Yeah, yeah, oatmeal great. too. I, I, I'm like Sarita. I could, I, I could have listed a whole mm -hmm. lot more, but yeah, mm -hmm. yep. So those matter are matter of fact, I'll be heading there tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next one. Uh, red or brown sauce for shrimp and grits. <laughs> I got to go with the roux, so it's brown for me. No <laughs> Where are you getting these things, girl? Who does what? I'm telling sauce? you. Y'all know that I watch the way people eat all the time. And this is the thing. Some people Who make this shrimp. Who are these people? I've been to restaurants and been mad because they, they came out with shrimp and grits and the sauce is red. Yeah. It's happened to me. It has. People put tomatoes in gumbo. Just get rid of them. No. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the brown because okay. I've never had it with the red sauce. Yeah, it's not and right. I yeah. And I would I would think something was wrong with it if it came out with a red sauce. I'd be like, what y'all yeah. do? Did y'all spill yeah. some wine in this? <laughs> or whatever. I can't do that. Okay. And so I'm glad we're all on the same page. Okay. Last question. Do you have a favorite cooking show? If so, what is it? I don't have a favorite. I have a top 
uh, three, I guess you could say. Um, so I heavily watched Chopped. Like that's part of my evening routine. Um, as well as B. Bobby Flay. Um, and I love guys' grocery games. So just, I'm for the chef that's trying to make it, um, that's competitive, um, that wants to show their flair and share their story. Like those are the shows that I watch. I like Top Chef. And um, there, there was that, um, there was that black cooking show that was similar to Top Chef. And they had Melba on there from New York, Melba's Restaurant. I like that one, but I can't remember the name of it. The Soul Food. And, um, yeah, it was a yes. Soul Food Cook-Off or something. Yeah. Yes, I like that show. And then the show that I love to hate is The Pioneer Woman. Because I'm like, how did she get a show? And this is just <laughs> like canned food. You know, why why i every time it come on i hate on it i should stop watching it because they think it's a rating but i hate on that show wow so being the non-foodie that i am i've only watched and can remember one and that would be hell's kitchen i because it came on in between one of my other reality tv shows so yeah i guess that would be the only one tanisha uh nailed it well that's a good one so i I probably have a list, but these are my top. I think I have a top three, too. Um, number one is Barefoot Contessa. Could watch her all day. And I actually want to hang with her. I want to go to her house. And I know she's got, have y'all seen her story? Anyway, she's got, a, she's got like a separate house that she records in. That's not even her house house. Anyway, um, so Barefoot she would fix you a cocktail. Please, honey, do yeah, it. She would. She would, yeah, mm -hmm. she would hook you up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so Barefoot Contessa, I like um, group cooking shows. So I really love The Chew that used to be on ABC with Carla. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, um, but the the Food Network one is, it's cornier, but it's okay. It's The Kitchen. So I like that one. Um, and on Discovery Plus, there's a show called The Lost Kitchen. And um, it's pretty much about a chef who, I think she's in Vermont. So here is the premise of the show, right? She has this sort of farm to table restaurant that she can only open in the spring and early fall because of the weather in Vermont. And there are no reservations. You have to send a postcard. You have to mail in a postcard for a reservation. And it's like a lottery system. If she picks the postcard, then you have to show up for dinner that weekend. And people are flying to Vermont from all over the country to experience this food. And if you watch the show, you'll get it because you talk about experience, just watching it just makes you want to go there. Um, so yeah, um, that's my other favorite cooking show. That's my third. And that's The Lost Kitchen? The Lost Kitchen, yeah. And the experience is just eating her cooked food? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything is very, very low. Everything is local. Even like her oysters, her cheese, everything comes from nearby. But it's about and the whole experience. Would you Did say they have a her menu? Did they have a menu? Do they have a menu? She may or may not. I'm not even sure. So you just have to eat what she cooked. I'm not going. And so if you go to the website, you'll see it's very like shabby chic. And then she started to build like little pods that you can spend the night in. Oh, so, on it. so now you can. 
You definitely Glennis is not going. That's <laughs> Glennis see one piece of okra come out the kitchen. Glennis is like, nope. <laughs> Somebody can have my reservation. Oh my gosh. I do it. But if you're into, are a little suspect. Uh-huh. If you're into like the details, then watch the show and tell me what you think about because it's um it's addictive. Yeah, you just want to keep watching. You said fly to Vermont. You already lost me. <laughs> you know, it's not that expensive much, to fly to Vermont. How much notice not, do you get before you gotta how much? That's a very good question. I'm not sure, but I think it's about a week. Wow. Because like they interview some of the, the guests that come and they're like, oh, I got picked. So I, I had to figure out really quick what I was going to do and who I was going to bring. And yeah, so it's it's pretty quick. I believe it's a week. So do they have, okay, outside of the food. So do they have hotel accommodations for these people who at the nope. last minute? Or they got she a had a pod she just mentioned. You finna yeah. be sleeping in one of them Japanese pods. Yep. Slash going pod. to the bathroom in the outhouse. Oh, okay. I can't stand none of y'all because y'all know I don't like none of that. <laughs> I am sorry. It's not Vermont. It's Maine. Sorry. Maine. Maine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maine. Yeah. Wow. That sounds very interesting. I think it I does, do right? Right. Like if I ever, I didn't, you know what? The only reason why I haven't mailed a postcard is because I don't want to insult her. Like if she has like pork for dinner, I don't eat beef or pork. And if she has beef or like a beautiful steak on the menu the one time I go and I can't eat it I'm gonna be mad and she gonna be mad so I'm not gonna I don't know I just don't want to risk it yeah, I'm not you gonna risk I would love to be there but these are the things I don't eat and put it on your I wonder I wonder yeah oh oh yeah that, that would be interesting hmm. so my coat postcard would be a tablet or a scroll <laughs> she's never gonna pick that Never. Or she gonna pick it and then read it <laughs> on the show and be like, "Can you believe she wanted to come here?" And then she gonna burn it on live. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> she won't call your name out though, so it's okay. She oh my gosh! gosh. Gonna- Wouldn't hurt my feelings whatsoever. <laughs> well, Chef, um, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, yes, be- I so enjoyed you. Thank you for having me. Sure. We don't want to hold you any longer, but before you go, please tell everybody where they can follow you in your business. Oh, yes. Um, so I am on Facebook um, under the group Kindle Cuisine, K-I-N-D-L-E Cuisine, um, under Instagram, Eat Kindle Cuisine. Um, and then my website is www.kindlecuisine.com. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being Thank you here. for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for joining this world suite. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Leave us five stars and leave us a comment. We love ratings. Also, be sure to follow all of us on social media. Myself at Vine Me Up. Glennis at Vino Noir. Girl Meets Glass is Tanisha. Vino 301 is Leslie. And you can follow the Swirl Suite podcast account at Swirl Suite. The Swirl Suite is now a part of the Alive Podcast Network. This episode has been edited and produced by Vime Me Up Media.